Welcome to this edition of In the Author's Voice. I'm Jeff Williams. Author Carol Miller's latest book is Every Moment of a Fall. It's a memoir that chronicles her struggle with survivor guilt and her journey to overcome childhood trauma with a treatment known as EMDR. I recently talked with Miller about the book and her experience. So EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing, which is quite a mouthful uh, and explains why why it's referred to by its initials instead. Uh, uh, It was developed in the late uh, 1980s as a psychotherapy to treat trauma. So the eye movement part of it is similar to what happens when we are dreaming in rapid eye movement sleep and our eyes are moving quickly back and forth. That is understood as kind of a natural healing mechanism of the body. It allows us to uh, go through the difficult things of the day and process them, and somehow that eye movement allows that to happen. So EMDR uses eye movements to create um, essentially that kind of self-healing mechanism, except uh, the patient and therapist are awake. This isn't, doesn't have anything to do with sleeping or hypnosis. And what happens is that uh, the patient focuses on a traumatic memory or event, and the therapist draws, draws the patient's eyes back and forth in bursts of maybe 30 to 45 seconds while while the patient is focusing on this particular trauma. And the eye movements allow, essentially allow you to go um, to the heavily guarded place in your brain where, where traumas, memories of trauma live. Um, the brain keeps those under lock and key, and I think for good reason. For, it's a kind of a self-protective mechanism. But not being able to get to them and change them in any way is what, you know, keeps us locked in trauma time, or which which means that we have flashbacks, we have um, nightmares, and we experience things like survivor guilt and and depression that are all associated with the idea that the the trauma is always ongoing. Like our brain understands it and our bodies understand it as ongoing. And so these eye, this eye movement therapy allows us to, to, to get in there and to stop that, um, that process from, from hijacking our lives, essentially. I know you, you write about this from a very, very personal perspective, from a tragic accident that happened uh, to you when, 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 when you were uh, a teen. And obviously, it's 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 made a, a huge difference in in your life. I'm assuming. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I was in a plane crash when I was 16, and with my parents and my younger sister. And my sister was killed, and my parents were very badly wounded, and I was trapped in the plane because my arm was pinned under the instrument panel. So I was in there for a long time while the first responders were trying to get me out. 
And I very quickly um, began asking myself, you know, why did I survive and not my younger sister? And I didn't know anything about survivor guilt then, um, but that's what was happening to me. And I, because it went unaddressed, it, it sort of bloomed into this bigger and bigger and bigger issue inside of me and got to the point where I believed that I didn't deserve to be alive. And without knowing it, I, you know, unconsciously determined to lead my life as if I didn't deserve to be here. So EMDR was what turned that around for me and what allowed me to understand that, in fact, not only do I deserve to be alive, but I can lead a, a, a hopeful and joyful life. And that um, sounds simple, but it, it was everything. It changed everything for me. I was going to ask you, once you found this or discovered or introduced to this, this treatment option, was it a, a gradual process or how does the, is the process different maybe with each patient or, or did you notice, um, did you notice some fairly immediate changes or how did it, how did it work for you? Um, it is different for each person um, because we all bring different things to it. And my understanding is that um, if if we can get to a, a, a therapy like this soon after a trauma, um, it can be resolved or addressed more quickly. In my case, I it was 20 years or so before I got into therapy and started working with these things. So... Um, that was, things were lodged pretty (laughs) securely inside of me. But having said that, um, it was 14 sessions for me um, to go from, 14 EMDR sessions to go from being convinced that I was, my life was worthless to knowing that my life is is amazing. (laughs) Um, So that was pretty fast when you think about it. Um, and that's one of the real uh, benefits of EMDR is that, you know, some, some traumas can be addressed within, with, within just a couple of sessions, for example. I know we, we're, we're here at Southern Illinois University and we have a large number of, of, of veterans who are returning uh, back from tours of duty in Iraq and Afghanistan. And, and uh, I, I talked to one of our, our veterans here and I asked if he was familiar with this. And he said, well, yeah, I've, I've been through that. And it, it helped me with, with uh, a couple of my uh, uh, reoccurring uh, nightmares. He was on, a, on one of the, he was a bomb tech on one of the bomb disposal <laughs> units. And... Uh, I, do you know uh, it, it, it was success? It's been successful with him. It's been a longer term process for him, um, mm-hmm. uh, which is why I was curious at how it, how it was was for you. But he said that um, so he didn't even learn about it until actually he came here to the university. Do you know how widespread is this, and you know, is it being openly promoted for our returning veterans or that may be having issues with PTSD? You know. Those are good questions. I mean, in 2010, um, the joint VA and Department of Defense practice guidelines for managing post-traumatic stress um, endorsed EMDR, gave EMDR an A rating, which means it's strongly recommended for treatment of military-related PTSD. Um, And 
you know, even even earlier than that, uh, the DOD and VA have been um, on board with EMDR. I think one of the issues has been that people who are getting treatment through the VA, as we know, um, the VA is under-resourced, and EMDR is an individual therapy, and, you know, um, it's that means it also it um there need to be a, a number of clinicians within the VA trained and um that hasn't necessarily been the case so this summer um the VA announced that it, the intention is to train many more of its clinicians to to do EMDR and it also said that um that veterans who who want EMDR therapy can get it um, even if it means going out into the community to to see someone in private practice, for example. So I think that says that 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 expresses an intention that you know this is important and we want people to to have it and we're going to work on getting getting more people trained and making it more accessible. You talk about how you know, how long you, you struggled before you, you found this particular type of treatment. How were you directed to EMDR? Did it, was it something you just found, or was it, you know, was it finally you know, a recommendation that you received? How did you find your way to, to this particular type of therapy? I was in um, talk therapy uh, with someone who... Um, who I found through a recommendation. And, you know, for the first six months or so, um, she and I were talking about, I was I was almost 40. I was dealing with a, a, a relationship that was coming apart at the seams, and that's why I went into therapy. And she kept suggesting to me, my therapist kept saying, you know, I think that, that this plane crash and some of these things from the past have something to do with what you're struggling with today. And I was very resistant to that. You know, I said, well, that, that happened long ago. I'm, I'm, I'm an adult now. Um, I should, I should have gotten beyond it, you know, that kind of, that kind of thinking. Um, and she just kind of kept, kept at it. And, um, when she used the word trauma to describe what I had been through, you know, I had never thought of it in those terms, and it it really pulled me up short. And then I started to think, okay, um, maybe there's something to this. And she had worked with another patient who had done EMDR therapy, and it had been really helpful for her in dealing with her own trauma. So, um, you know, she introduced me to a colleague of hers who who does EMDR, and um, I slowly and gradually and trepidatiously, you know, um, got over to the to the point of thinking, okay, well, I'm I'm going to give this a shot, um, and I was scared of what I was going to find, um, but it was the benefits really very quickly in the, from the first session, honestly, um, outweighed what I was fearful about. In writing Every Moment of a Fall, was it, for you, was it part of the, the healing process, or, or, or what motivated you to talk about your journey 
in this way? I mean, it was a few things. You know, it, we've talked about veterans, and I mean, that's a population that's been on my mind throughout um, writing this book because there's just so much need, um, and there's been so much trauma and um, really, I just felt from the beginning that um, I wanted to get my message um, to them. I also definitely um, got a lot of benefit myself from from going through the story and actually crafting it as a story because, you know, it didn't it didn't happen in a neat kind of linear fashion. So um, writing a memoir about my experience um, helped me to go back through and and evaluate what we did together and and what we learned what I learned about myself and what I was able to change about myself and that was a, that was like um, having a second shot at it essentially um, which was very beneficial and and the other thing was you know when I was thinking about doing EMDR and I was and I was nervous about it um, I couldn't find much that had been written about it for a lay audience you know there's a lot out there for clinicians but nothing for just regular folks like me and so I thought you know I want to I want to change that I want to put something out there that that people who are not therapists or psychiatrists can can relate to and understand I was going to ask you about the awareness. Is this something where um, has it just been a, a, a lack of, of of awareness, or is there is it the stigma that's that we still see associated with uh, with PTSD and with something with, that folks might collectively so call some sort of a, a mental illness or, or or disability? You know, I I think the stigma is that you're talking about is definitely. Um, a piece of it. Um, I think that also we have this idea that PTSD, I know I certainly did. I, I didn't even think about, um, you know, my issues, my symptoms, my difficulties as being connected to PTSD because that's what veterans have, you know, that's not what civilians grapple with. And I think that we're finally. Um, starting to understand that that trauma um, is everywhere and affects everyone. I, I read a, a really um, alarming statistic that 70% of Americans have experienced a, a severe trauma at, or will experience it at some point in, in our lives, and 20% of us will develop PTSD. So that's a huge number of people. Um, and, you know, I, I think that fortunately we're starting to understand that trauma undergirds so many of both the um, mental and emotional things that we struggle with, but also with physical illnesses. And I feel like um, EMDR will begin to become more uh, current and, and more talked about um, as a result of that. That's my hope anyway. Along with awareness you know, comes advocacy. Is, do you think there's more or will be more advocacy for, for this in, in those areas where outside of just the medical 
community? I think so. You know, I mean, it, it, there are many groups of veterans um, who have organized to provide treatment to to vets um, free because it's been difficult to get it in other ways. Um, and I think, and they are, you know, joined and supported by, um, and a, a lot of therapists themselves are allied with um, groups of veterans or other groups working to um, get the word out about this. You know, EMDR is used so often in humanitarian assistance programs. So that's another way that um, awareness is growing. We certainly, we're seeing it used right now with um, Syrian refugees. And, you know, sadly, uh, as we become more and more in need of interventions like this, I think we, we will also become more aware of what, what the healing possibilities are. You know, for me, the most important aspect of this was it made me understand that um, my life is worth something. And I hesitate to say that because it it sounds kind of cliched, but, you know, it's a very, very heavy weight to carry around when you don't believe that your life means anything, that it's that it's worth living. And I think there are a lot of people out there who are carrying that same weight. And um, I want them to know that there is a... We have a lot of tools um, to work with to to address those kinds of, of negative beliefs, and this is one really powerful one. That's author Carol Miller. Her latest book, Every Moment of a Fall, a memoir of recovering through EMDR therapy, is available from Schaffner Press. With this edition of In the Author's Voice, I'm Jeff Williams.